Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone and welcome back to another Super Rugby Podcast with your hosts, Damien Warren and Toby Harris. Toby, what have you been up to over the Easter break? Uh, absolutely nothing. <laughs> You've been playing a bit I, of golf I though. played golf yesterday, this is very true. Um... Do you know what I did on Thursday? And you'll be quite proud of me for doing that. No, it was Friday. It was Friday. What I did, it was a beautiful day. I walked into town. Yeah? Yeah. Bought myself a beer, perched on a seat, and I read my book. So you're Billy? Uh, Billy. <laughs> oh, Billy. Ni- Nigel. <laughs> Nigel, Nigel no mates. mates. Yeah. Hey, it's, it's, it was really good, actually. What book are you reading? I'm, bo- I'm reading a book called, um, well, it's just a picture book. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it's called The Rosie Project. It's good. Go on, tell us a good bit book. more about The Rosie Project. So it's about this bloke um, who's autistic <clears throat> and he's a he's a lecturer in, in Melbourne and he's created this questionnaire to find his perfect wife. Okay. So that's called the Wife Project. Yeah. And so he, oh, he hands out this questionnaire yeah. to, you know, all these women. Yeah. And it's He's trying to pick up tips <laughs> to, to finally find the right one. Oh, mate, <laughs> that's not fair, eh? Well, no. That's not fair. <clears throat> no, sorry. Did I, go, did I go too deep? So if there are any ladies out there who... Uh, <laughs> Want their last name to be un- Harris. <laughs> <laughs> to be interested in uncouth Kiwi who, Un-coo- reads, who reads picture books. Whoa, you can't read a picture book, mate. <laughs> you are cultured. I have to, For a New Zealander, you are incredibly cultured. Oh, that's very kind of you to say. Yeah, no worries. Whether you mean it or not, nope. it's a different story. <laughs> um, but yeah, my number's Osner. <laughs> Can I just say, sir, that um, I've just realised I've got old. Yeah. Okay, so the the way you, you realise that the way you know you're old. Oh no, here we a, go. There's a couple of things. Okay. First one is you talk about cars, 
Okay. And you say this, you say, why do you spend all that money on a car? It's just to get you from A to B. Okay, that's ridiculous. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I washed it out with soap. <laughs> but then the second thing was, I woke up the other day and I thought, oh, I quite fancy buying a caravan. Yeah, bad, eh? Did you buy a caravan? No, oh, no, but I thought about I it. I fancy that. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah, no, yeah, like, like a, a ca- van. You know, van, you, a van's okay. Yeah. Like that's still, you're still youthful. Okay. Right? Caravan, towing a caravan. Oh, nah. Yeah. yeah. Caravan so, club. Right? And then the last thing is, you put on weight looking at chocolate. <laughs> you don't even have to eat it anymore. I can't put on any weight. I'm trying. Mate, You, I, I can give you some tips. <laughs> I'm real good at it. <laughs> All I've got to say is I've been really healthy over Easter. Had like one Easter egg. Still put on two kgs, just because there was chocolate around me. Chocolate was around me. That's all it takes. I didn't have any, any Easter eggs. You had none. No, that is bad, eh? You should have gone to that pub, got your book out, got yourself a beer, and had an Easter egg. Yeah, you're right. I should have done. I was there for quite a while, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's really quite good. So you read, you know, you read a chapter and then you just stop and people watch for a bit. Yeah, it's interesting. And then all the ladies came round me. Yeah, ask get, off that, get off that seat. <laughs> we have your seat, please. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah, oh sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, seven. <laughs> now, sir, before we go any further and bore people to death, yeah. um, we've got some messages from our supporters. We do. We finally we do. got a response from Willow. We finally so we're, we're, got we're a response that we haven't annoyed her to the point. Where she's left. Morning, lads. Despite your hatred of TikTok, I'm still listening. Mm. Which is good, <laughs> isn't it? I wouldn't say I have a hatred, but I don't really like it. Uh, I was reflecting on your chat about the AB's uh, lacking spark. Could Damien McKenzie fill that role? It's really interesting, isn't it? I always find with the All Blacks that... They have these players who are really um, sparky. Damien McKenzie, when he first came in, was really, really kind of sparky. Um, Bowden Barrett, uh, you know, George Bridge. They're all they're all fantastic players, yeah. and it's almost like the All Blacks coach that out of them. You know, they they coach them down to become these kind of, you know, jack of all trades. They lose that spark, that sidestep. Well, they lose their flair, their personality, flair. don't they? That's right. Or their playing personality. So um, the only one that's going to stayed around like that was Carlos Spencer. Yeah, he's the only one that came in and seemed to. Any current know, players, not in New Zealand but elsewhere, that have that spark. Finn Russell, but yep. I would argue he's getting that coached out of him yeah, as well. Yeah, I agree. You know, because in test match rugby, you make a small mistake, then it becomes a real big issue. I and you think, get punished for it. Yeah. Because where's he? Is he playing at Russing? Who? Damien Finn Russell. Finn Russing. Yeah, yeah, he's Russing. Yeah. So. He should, he should be good over there. Yeah. He is pretty good over there, isn't he? But then when he comes back for Scotland, because he, he does have that flair, I reckon they've said, look, if you want to continue playing for Scotland. You just need to dumb it down a little bit. Yeah, maybe. And I think maybe that's what the All Blacks are doing. So, Damien McKenzie, I don't think so. The only, I, I, and I say that because he's going to have to play at fullback. 
and there's already Will Jordan that's playing really, really well. I would say Will Jordan is the only player at the moment that I am excited by, and I think opposition play um, teams, and you know every time he gets the ball, it's exciting. Yes. So he is one player. So I love Damian McKenzie. I think he's brilliant. And when he first hit the scene, he was unbelievable, the excitement machine. I think he's still got that in him, but I think... He's tried to cement that all-black spot by being this reliable player. But also, he's gotten a bit older. Not saying that he's lost pace or he's lost skill, but it's kind of like he's he's got a bit more fear. You know, when you're younger, you play with no fear. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. You know, but now it's kind of like, oh, I need, I need to play. He's not playing to impress now if that makes sense you know when you first get on the scene you're like right I need to impress here I need to do anything and everything I can to stay in the squad yeah so I'm going to play out my skin yeah but then once you're in the squad it's kind of like oh, okay you well start I just playing need with, to you start playing within yourself you spoke about that with your golf didn't you you know when you <laughs> when you just try and hit it like 300 yes and then you realize actually playing trying to hit it 250 yeah you get more consistency yes and maybe that's the same for all players yeah Lamar Pay, here's a good example of a player who came into the All Blacks in excitement machine, yep. boshing and bashing and all that. Coached out of him. Coached out of him. Yeah. And I've got a new story on that actually as well. Oh, do you? Dovetailing in, sir. Dovetailing in. So, no, so I don't think Damien McKenzie, unfortunately, is the answer. No. But he could be. He, I think he, he, he is part of the answer. Yes. But maybe not the full answer. No. All right, sir, it's time for the Super Fru. <laughs> uh, right, I'm starting with the uh, the top... F- oh, what have you done here? Oh, the, the top four. So this is from the last round of results. Yes, round nine. Uh, ben Affleck, Hank the Tank, Jed, Damo. No, mate, no, Am no, I looking no. at the wrong you one? Go to the top, mate. That Go is the, the top. top. Oh, you've got obviously different than me, eh? Yes. You've got different than me. Have you got round nine? I've got round nine right at the top. There should be four there, mate, and uh, I'm going to do it for you. Okay. I've got um, at the top from the round was uh, Binglington. Oh, that's just the points, though. Yeah, that, that's the points for the last round. All oh, right, okay. Oh, Sam man. Wise. Sam Wise was below <laughs> me. He was below me. <laughs> he was. Ugh. Uh, M H uh, M Hill six six six. Oh, village. Um, he got a good round, but he you got to give an honourable mention to the Razzler, the Dazzler. Yeah, you in do. Fifth spot. Yeah, he has shot up. <laughs> he has shot up. He's way away from you. And then at the bottom, I'm very, very close. I got the same points as Coley the bowler. You have. <laughs> to be fair, I only got one more point than you did. <laughs> only got one more point than you did. So overall, Ben Affleck on top, Hank the Tank, Jed, and then Damo. Yeah, Winter Milan. Fell off a cliff. He did, didn't he? Yeah, and, and Ben mush. Affleck, after saying you don't win races at the start, he's, he's coming back strong, isn't he? Staying consistent at the bottom. Coley Poley's still there. Yep. Uh, the log. Do you know Wheezlow. what? He's, he's narrowed the gap, though, Coley. The Poley, hasn't he? Yeah, he, he's done well. He's done well. The he's log. You've well. had a shocker, son. <laughs> he only got two <laughs> points. Like and him. then there's a huge gap. Where's that? There's a huge gap. There's there's a nine-point gap there. Weslow, <laughs> old Jaybird007. Oh, village. look at you, though, sir. You are in... Well, Sam, I, 
<laughs> I'm still not in that bottom four. I'm not in that bottom four. I tell you what, though, mate, JV007, I've never cheered for someone more. But honestly, <laughs> Sam Wise had an absolute fantastic round, didn't he? Got out he of there. Did. Oh, I'd love you to. I'd love you to finish in the bottom four. Yeah, would you? I would love it. <laughs> I hope that you fall off a cliff. I will, but I can't finish in the bottom four. Right, mate, it's time for... Yeah, breaking news. Kindly supported by... Super XV. Rugby website. Yeah, for all, for all your, your needs. rugby needs. <laughs> Do you want to go first? Yes, I'll go first, yeah. So just going on uh, from what we were saying about um, uh, Lamarpe and how he was coming in, you know, with a bit of flair. Yeah. <clears throat> There's been a bit of chat from uh, Sir John Kerwin. Oh, Sir John Kerwin. I used to love Sir John Kerwin. What's wrong with him now? Uh, he kind of is sometimes talks rubbish. Yes. Excellent. So he has said, put him straight in. And this is uh, John talking about two of us a sheik. Put him straight. Uh, I agree. Put him straight into the All Blacks. I agree. You've got to, you've got to roll Fast the dice on that. tracked. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So he's just been sort of talking about... Um, just putting him straight into the All Blacks, get him in there, see what he's like. Um, will he become a Lamarpe? No. Why not? Because Lamarpe was a big unit, uh, in, as in he was just a hardball runner. He had something that we desperately needed. Yeah. Um, whereas Rogers more of a stepper, a very, very good player, and I'm sure will offer something different for the All Blacks. But they're not the same group of players. That's why I think it's really important who plays at thirteen for the All Blacks. You want him to play at thirteen? No, no, I don't want him to play at thirteen. But I think if he plays with another smaller player outside him, yeah, it, the only way around that is if we have two big wings. So you could have the bus and Fainuku yeah. or. And then you could bring why, them into the back line. Why not put Fainuku at 13? Yeah, we, I mean, we talked about this last week, didn't we? I'd go Caleb Clark, but that's yeah. me. That's never going to happen. No. Whereas Leicester Fainuku, it could happen. I just think that I don't see that happening. I don't think the All Blacks... I think the All Blacks are going to go for Barrett at 12. But honestly... Nah. Um, yep, no. That's what I think, mate. You can't argue with what I think. <laughs> that's all I've got to say. Why, why do you think that? Because <laughs> he loves them, doesn't he? Fozzie loves the Barrett oh, brothers. Really? He loves the Barrett brothers. So all he's going to do is go, oh, I can play Bodie at 10 and I can play Geordie at 12. Oh, play Scott at 13, I eh? play Scott at th- And you know what? That wouldn't be a bad idea. No, it wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> oh, we, oh, we can get uh, his uh, sister to play so, on the wing. And then we go for Kane. He can just coach with me. Who and his dad? His who dad would go can, thirteen? Dad hold, his dad can bring out the oranges at, at halftime. Who would go thirteen? <laughs> his dad can take over my role. <laughs> do a better I'll job. Become director of rugby or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> do a better job than me. What? Um, yeah, who would play thirteen then outside him? Oh uh, well, that's the thing, isn't it? You, you, you're going to go Rico, aren't you? I mean, yeah, you, yeah, cause you have to. Angelina Brown's out. Yeah, which is kind of a good thing because it's a it's a less of it's one less headache to 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 be choosing from. So yeah, yeah, I feel really down about it. Eh? I just hope they be brave. I, was, I don't think Fozzie 
has a brave bone in his body when it comes to selections. So I, I spoke to someone about it yesterday, um, and this bloke was an English fan, and he sort of said, you know, who are the favourites for the World Cup? And I've said it on here before, you know, I know France are the favourites on paper, the bookies' favourites, but you still can't, you still can't count out New Zealand. You oh. just can't count them out. You can't. I don't care what you say. You I, I, can't. I, unless they're brave. You, you unless, can't. Unless they're brave, I'm really sorry. If they do what they've done over the last two years, then I think they're really going to struggle. I, I, I agree. I think they will struggle. You can't get, you're right. You but can't you can't count, count them, them out. out. It's like saying you count out England. You can't. Or France or South Africa, you can't. No. Or could you count out Australia? No. No, I don't, I don't think, think so. You can. Don't think you can. So I told him that there were five teams that could win it. And did he agree? And he, he kind of agreed. He said, "Why not Ireland?" And um, I just sort of said that I don't think they've got the depth for a tournament. Now, I have got. A topic on the red cards. Yes. Barrett, Amua and Dixon. Yep. Cop bands. They did. So I was quite surprised by this because I watched the game and uh, I actually texted you at the time and said, what did you think of the red card? Barrett's red card. The Crusaders went down to 13. Now... It's a real tough one because it is a red card, but it's a red card this year and a probably a yellow last year. Right. Uh, and will it be a yellow next year? And my point is, is they got 10 weeks, these three. 10 weeks? 10 weeks between them. Oh, right. So, okay. so I work from that. four or what? Yeah. So obviously it doesn't actually say, but it does say that Amua got three right. and Dixon got three. Okay. So Barrett so got by, four. <laughs> you're working on your math. You'd say that uh, Barrett gets four, which I think he's, I think he, that's pretty um, lenient because he's been red carded before. Right. And you start on six weeks. And only mitigation brings you down. Right, okay. I'm not sure he had a lot of mitigation. Was there. it an awful tackle? Well, I haven't no, it's seen not, it. It's not that. It's just that he's had red cards before. Right, so, you okay. know, it's like, oh, you start with six. Yeah. For good behavior. Like a warning. You know, oh, know. you've not done this before type thing. So I thought it was weird that he only got four. I mean, I'm, I'm obviously very, very pleased by that. But uh, my, there's a lot of red cards. There's a lot of yellow cards going out. What's the future going to look like for for rugby? Because it seems like every every game there's a yellow or red card that I can I can think of. There's actually more reds than yellows at the moment. Yeah, I know, I know, and you know this brings me on to quite a good segue into my next news story. Yeah, and it's going about it's going uh, the Leicester Tigers coach. Steve Borthwick yes. has been accused. So the headline is, Borthwick denies Leicester tackle issues a result of poor training. So I think Leicester have had a couple of red cards or a couple of you know dangerous tackles in their game against Clermont. And the publicity 
has sort of gone on, oh, it's obviously the coach's fault in training. It's tackle technique. It's tackle technique, yeah, yeah rather than um, you know, a brain explosion. Yeah. What do you think by that? Yes and no. You know, um, when you're put under pressure, you go back to default. So even if you're coaching low tackle technique, if you've been tackling high for a number of years, when you're put into stressful situations, and when you get tired, eh? yeah, you're you going to go back to default. This is, you know, psychologically there is a there is a term for it. Yeah, um, you revert back to type basically. So you can't hide bad habits when you're tired and you're under stress. So even if you're working on really good tackle technique, it's going to take probably two or three years for that to feed through to performance. When players get tired or yes. in, under stress, they're not thinking, they're not having the ability to make good decisions. It'll take time for it to become second nature. That's right. Yeah. So it takes a long time to come second nature. You've got to rewrite the motor programs that have taken place for years and years and years before. And so you can't really blame coaching now. What you could no. say is, you know, and, and rightfully so, they've probably been teaching sort of that rap tackle for the last five or six years, you know. So well, that was that was to stop the offload, correct. wasn't it? And you had to. Yeah. And if you weren't doing that as a coach, you weren't doing your job. Yeah. So I, I disagree. People that write these things are idiots, really. They don't know what they're talking about. No. You know, because if they did know what they're talking about, I guess they wouldn't have a story well, to write be about. writing, but yeah, exactly that. I've got a good one, mate. Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Six foot eight and 145 kgs. What? An Aussie who chose to lose over a shot at the NFL. Jeez, that's 145 huge. 145 kgs. What position does he play? Guess. Number eight. No, nah, lock. Oh, okay. Yeah, I could have guessed that. <laughs> <laughs> wow big That's unit big So Emmanuel M You like that here I just cut his name short Because I can't pronounce the last name He's 23 years old And he had the opportunity He's only 23 Yeah to play in the NFL And he turned it down Because he, he wants to play for Australia Which I think is great He's playing in Toulouse at the moment He's just playing in Toulouse Obviously he's 23 I mean this is a little bit of where we're at Isn't it? That the young players they get picked up they play for, but he's going to have to come back. He will because he point. hasn't got any caps. Yes, but they they are allowed to choose a, a like two or three. Oh, are they? Yeah, so they've changed the rules now. Ah. so they've got this. Are they going to pick him? Well, I don't think so. Not yet. The guy about to tackle him. Great technique. Well, the guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, good. do you reckon? Yeah. He's, do you reckon he tackles him? No. <laughs> <laughs> no Not chance. a chance. He's going for one leg. He's got no chance. I mean, imagine 145 kgs running down your chest. I mean, I'm a big chock. And 145 kgs is a, is another half of me. That's almost double my weight. I know. How are you going to stop that? Kick him, kick him in the face. 
I think you've got to go dirty <laughs> on that, don't Slap you? Slap them. Yeah. Have I told you my story when I was at, when I was a young whippersnapper when I was about 12? There was a guy who was about 145 kilograms. No, not that heavy, but he was a big chap. And I was this little weedy white boy with chicken legs. Yeah. And he oh, ran yeah. straight at me. This yeah. was at lunchtime. You know, why are you going so hard out, man? Chill out. He was running straight at me, and I was like, I don't, if I go down, he'll bunt me. Like, so what I did is I jumped. <laughs> I jumped and like bear hugged him. Yeah. And I got him down. You got him down, yeah. yeah. I've told you my um, Jonah Lomu story. It was scary. Eh? I've told you my Jonah Lomu story. Have you? I must have told you Probably, my Jonah. Yeah. I've told everyone. <laughs> uh, at training. He was running the training session uh, with with a lot of the All Blacks, right? And we're doing these one on one drills. So um, he thought he'd come in for a one on one. Oh, guess who he's up against? <laughs> yeah, the Daminator. So I was like, you know, I've got nothing to lose here. <laughs> Literally, I got nothing to lose. Everyone is expecting me to get run over. Yes. So I was like, right, how? I've watched everyone on TV do it. No one's managed it yet. <laughs> I've got nothing to go off. <laughs> so I've got no tips. Or t- so oh. I mean, what did, what did my dad say when I was a young whippersnapper? He said, go around the bootlaces. <laughs> go around the... the did you bigger- pull his bootlaces? <laughs> Trip them up bu- that way. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. <laughs> <laughs> right. I can confirm. I can confirm. I went around the bootlaces, right, and my head hit his boots. Right, good. I don't think my arms made any contact. Good. Right. Did you trip him up though? I uh, tripped him up. Grass and he fell over. Lovely. He fell over. Yes. Right. <laughs> I can confirm: the bigger they are, the harder they fall on top of you. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I've got. To say. You grass cutted him. I was concussed, but I was the, I was happy. I was so happy to have taken down the big fella. Yeah, the big fella. But he tripped up. He got back up and got over the line and scored. Love but that. In a game, someone else would have been there and they would have jumped on top of him. Yeah. And it would have been successful Tur- tackle. It would have been turnover ball. But, you know, t- put, he was 118 kgs, Jonah Lomi. This guy's 145. To put it into perspective, the NFL players playing in his position, which would be defensive linemen, would be getting $16 million a year. What? Right. What? So, but he is on 1.5 million. At Toulouse? He would have, no, he would have been offered that at the right. NFL, 1.5 million on a rookie contract. Right, okay. So that's still massive money. Yeah. He's not obviously making anywhere near that. No. Playing uh, for Toulouse. Because he literally was taken as a, 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 re, a real young whippersnapper. And he's just gone through the, you know, he's now playing at the top level, yeah. but he started off, you know, playing reserve grade stuff. But very interesting, isn't it? He he gave up a chance to play the NFL, which he would have been on 1.5 million to play for the Wallabies. That's what he wants to do. Wow. Great Stup- story, isn't stupid. it? Stupid. <laughs> really, really stupid. <laughs> when he looks back in later life, <laughs> is he going to oh. is he going to be happy with his decision? I wish I wasn't a rugby coach. I wish I could have retired early. <laughs> is that you done, mate? Yeah, results. It is results, yeah. yeah. There's some really interesting results, I think, from the weekend. There are. And I think we should almost touch on most of them. You know, the Chiefs had a fantastic win. A big win. Yeah. Um, Highlanders, Hurricanes. Heartbreaking. 
heartbreaking loss, I would say, to the Highlanders who who shoulda, woulda, coulda got over the line, had the ball down over the line, but because the referee said, you know, uh, I think it's held up, they couldn't overturn the decision. So if the referee had said, I've got the ball down, tell me a reason why this isn't a try. So that was the difference in the two. It's a heartbreaking loss. But the thing is, like there, I would have loved to have seen the Highlanders win. Yes. But then for my Super Bowl, it's like, no, no, no. I need the Hurricanes to score again. You know, I had the Highlanders by five. So if he had scored that try, I would have had it by six. By six? Yeah. So I would have got... You would have got a lot of points. So I was absolutely gutted. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then obviously the Crusaders losing, yep. that, that killed my round. So I was, you got I was so wrong. dirty on you that. <laughs> so dirty on it, eh? I think the most impressive uh, performance of the whole weekend for me was the Waratahs beating the Force 41-24. Waratahs really, beating the Force, yeah. It was a really, really good game, and it just shows the st- the Waratahs are going from strength to strength. 100%. They were the donkey team the other year, weren't they? Last year. Last year the, it was, the, yeah. Last year they didn't win a game. No. No, they didn't. So, you know, wow. What a turnaround. What a turnaround. Uh, the Reds narrowly beating the Rebels. I thought the Rebels were quite impressive, actually. Yeah, the Rebels have I was c- expecting come back, them to be... Come back real strong. I was expecting that. And then, obviously, earlier in the week, the Hurricanes walloping Moana Pacific again. Do you know what, though? I, I still think that's a good... You know, Moana Pacifica, the, the fact they're playing with a small squad, they're playing all these matches, they've had a victory already this season. Yeah. Potentially, when we look at the games coming up, they might get another few. I would say that's an incredibly successful season. But they're scoring tries. Yes. You know, that's the good thing. They're playing good rugby. Yeah. You know, they're playing good rugby. Over to the Heineken Cup. Bizarre. That this is it's like a home. Well, are we, we going to go through the um, standings? No, no, yeah. No, no. So Blues are on top. <laughs> Brumbies, Reds, Crusaders. So yeah, two yeah. and two. Oh yeah. Yep. So that means if if it go if it stays as it is, top eight. Is it top eight? It's top eight. Right. Okay. Top well, eight. Sort of ruined should, what I was going to say. You should know your com- competition, mate. You do do a podcast on it. Two, each week. four, six, eight. Western Force would be in there. Yeah, they won't be there, will they? They won't be. Uh, anyway, going over to the Heineken Cup, I'm not going to go through all the results, but what I would say is this is like a home and away, home and away. So um, they're quite interesting because all of these teams played each other last week and the biggest one was the Harlequins beating Montpellier 33-20. Now, if Harlequins had have beaten them by two extra points, that well, actually one extra point, then they would have gone through. Oh, really? Yeah. So in the quarterfinals, it's Russing 92 versus Sale. Russing's going to beat win that. Montpellier versus La Rochelle, which would be a, a good matchup. Toulouse versus Munster, another good matchup. And Leicester yeah, versus Leinster. A, that'll be a cracking game. Imagine commentating that. <laughs> You'd be like... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> So uh, that's all going to be, they're going to be played over three consecutive days, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. And well worth, I think the match of that will be the Montpellier-La Rochelle no. and the Leicester oh, and yeah. Leinster. Yeah, yeah Two very, very good matches. Mate, what caught your eye from the weekend? Well, what caught my eye, well, the first one was the Crusaders game. 
Yeah. Because I watched Good the game. I could only watch the first half. Yeah. Um but it was just end to end stuff and it was so close. But then the blues just sort of Yeah, they took their foot they, off they the accelerator. I think Bodie Barrett's gotta take a little bit of a, that on his shoulders. They went to a to a holding game. Yeah, they did, didn't they? They let the I mean, I think to be fair to him, you know, Crusades went down to thirteen players. Yeah. And you know they went and Blues went field position. They could have really thrown the put the foot on the throat. Yeah, at that point. Stop playing footsies with me, man. Oh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I thought you <laughs> thought you liked that type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Was a great game of rugby, and yeah, I think we found the fastest man in world rugby, which is Rico, and we oh. found the slowest, which is the Crusader uh, re- replacement lock. Because <laughs> I tell you what, I was watching that game. <laughs> and the ball came out. I was like, "Yeah, boy, yeah, boy. Oh, he's got, he's got to walk in there." Even I could score that one. He got, got bundled out. There you go. Oh yeah. Oh, great covering defence though. It was, but I mean, how did he get bundled out? I, don't know. I was gutted. But yeah. actually, to be absolutely honest, it's possibly the best thing that could happen to the Crusaders because. I said right at the start of the season, didn't I? I well, said, they've lost two now, haven't they? Yeah. I said right at the start of the season, they they're not they shouldn't be seen as the favourites because I don't think they have enough in that. Now they have enough in the squad because they've got a wonderful squad, but in certain key positions, I think they've just got it wrong. So my prediction is this: the Crusaders have one, 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 and they don't have the hunger like the Blues or the Chiefs or the Brumbies or the Reds. They've got nothing to really strive for. You know, the, with the Blues game, with that game, sorry, the Blues hadn't won there since... 18 years. Yeah, was it 2008 or something? Yeah. Something ridiculous. So 2006. Oh, was it 2006? 2006, yeah. So, you know, they had something to work for. But now the Crusaders have won so much... They've set records. There's no record to beat. Yeah, there's no one in that team currently that's lost. Now, arguably, some people would have said, well, the Blues won last year. They didn't really win. They won the Trans-Tasman competition. Yes. They still didn't beat the Crusaders. No. You, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. when it was the uh, Aotearoa comp, the Crusaders won. Yeah. So there's no one in that squad that's that's suffered losses. And now they have. Now they've lost twice. Now they know the hurt. And it's come early enough for them potentially to learn. Oh, definitely. I still think they'll they'll win the competition. I don't know, mate. It'll be it'll be interesting to see, actually. Because next week is when it all comes together, eh? Yes. I'm really looking forward to it. Same. Now on that note, is Leon McDonald the new daddy of New Zealand rugby because let me just give you some examples Liam McDonald has turned around a blues side who have always uh, flattered to deceive right they've chucked different coaches in it they've chucked all black greats at it they've done everything they can no one's been successful yeah he has already been successful last year and he's looking good this year he has managed to convince Dan Carter to play for the blues He's managed to convince 
Joe Smith to coach for the Blues. He's managed to convince RTC, where he could have gone to any club to play for the Blues. Bowden Barrett to come to the Blues. He has overseen Hosking Satutu, Dalton Papali'i, uh, Yukira Iwani, Kurt Eklund, Finley Christie, and he's, he's, he's got them through the, the age group system and promoted them. He's also convinced people like Bryce Heem from when he's coming back from overseas to play for him. Yeah. And he's, a, he's an impressive guy. He's actually guy. doing okay, isn't he? But the big one is he picked out guys like Luke Romano, who, you know, is at the twilight of yeah. their career and given them more, more energy to play. He played a full 80, Luke Romano. He hasn't played 80 minutes forever. Ever. <laughs> you know? So you've got to take your hat off to him. Imagine um, <clears throat> imagine if this continues and they, they become really dominant. It'll, it'll be interesting, actually. It'll be, it'll be cool to see in a couple of years because we thought Scott Robinson was the next best thing. Well, I, I do, and I, I still think he is. What I would say is they were out-coached. Crusaders were out-coached. Joe Smith's signature marks are all over there at the moment yeah. <laughs> at the ruck. So it's so interesting to see. Joe Smith is a very, very good operator. And I've already seen how Smooth Operator. Yeah. I'd love to I'd love to go and um spend some time with him and, yeah. and pick his brains. Pick his brains. Um something that caught my eye, it was it was actually in the uh, Highlanders uh, Hurricanes game. Yeah. <clears throat> now the Hurricanes got out to a nice easy lead, didn't they? They did, yeah. And I was like, Oh, here we go. Yeah. Like it's gonna be a bit of a walkover. Yeah. Um, Highlanders came right back into it. They did. Love that. But also, I saw... Uh, on, why are you giggling at me? Mate? I'm just giggling because I've got something down here about Scott Gregory. Oh, do you? <laughs> uh, I've got... <laughs> oh, how dross is he? <laughs> he, was he made one good tackle and that was it. <laughs> anyway, um, it came up on the television. I think um, your mate, number 10, who plays... What's his Mitch name? Hunt? No. Oh, Marty Banks. Marty Banks, he was playing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's only 32 years old. Mate, that's old. He's, I thought he was way older. <laughs> I thought he was like 36. Nah. He's only 32. For an average rugby player, that's old. <laughs> he is average as well, isn't he? He is so he's average. He's amazing. I love Marty Banks. <laughs> Excuse me. He punches well above his weight. Because he weighs nothing. <laughs> Did you see his little chicken legs? <laughs> oh, I love Marty Banks. <clears throat> you, you, what were you going to say? You were going to say that they came back strong, blah, blah, blah. Did I cut you off? No, no, that was it, really. <laughs> <laughs> Shall I go on my Scott Gregory? Yes, yes, you. Scott Gregory had a shocker. Yeah, he did. First three tries. <laughs> first three tries <laughs> was such bad defence. I know, he's so poor. But then he almost could have won it. He made a little break at the end. He got within like two metres of the line. I bet you probably knocked it on. Really, It was a really good match. It was it a was good a game. It was a really good match. And as I say, on another day, the Highlanders would have won. Now, it's really interesting to see how they're going to compete with the Aussie teams. Highlanders? Yeah. They could go and win every game. They could. Or they could. Lose every game like again. Ooh, I'm not sure. <laughs> I think they'll beat... I think they'll beat the... Re- but then the Rebels had a really good game. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. It's not going to be easy, is it? No, it's not. It'll be good. It's not going to be. Uh, the, what I've, other things I've got here is the force Boratars. 
they've come back really strong. We've touched on this. Um, I, do you know what I really like is you can see some really good coaching taking place. They've got a really good system of bringing their forward runners on from blind side. What, the Rebels? No, this is the the Waratahs. Oh, okay. So you know how in New Zealand we, we pass the ball out to a group of forwards who are standing still. Yeah. And they crash it up. What the Waratahs are doing is they've got their forwards kind of coming from behind the nine. Okay. And running on a little bit of an arc. Okay. So that when they're getting it, they're really steaming onto it. Yeah. And it's really, really difficult to stop, especially with big, strong ball carriers. But it was great to see Hooper back. Hooper, poop, scooper. Two tries. He's a good player. He is, he a, is good a really player. good player. He is a good player. But it's just interesting to see the difference between the Aussie teams and the New Zealand teams. New Zealand teams, static forward runners or catchers. Because <laughs> they're not running with it. Slips. They're uh, in the slips. Uh, then the ball goes out the back. Whereas yep. with the Aussies, they, they put a lot more pace on the ball. I, I probably would like to see the Kiwis adding that into their game. So you've got a bit of both. Would be good. It would be good. Um... I was just looking at uh, next week's games. Yeah. Some great games coming up. Chiefs Waratahs. That's a tough one to pick. I, I'm definitely going Chiefs, but it is in Aussie, so therefore, you know. What? Chiefs Waratahs? No, it's in. Um, it's in Aussie. Well. They're all being played. Are they? Oh, all okay. being played at Amy Park. Oh, right. Aren't they? Okay. Dres has got I tickets. Didn't know. Oh, that. Yeah, village. <laughs> um, yeah. Moana Pacifica, uh, Force, Blues, Fiji, Jura, Hurricanes, Reds. That'll be a good game. Yeah. Highlanders, Brumbies. Good game. Crusaders, Rebels. Hi- yeah, yeah. Very, I mean, That Chiefs, Waratahs will be the pick. I think the Chiefs will get over the line there. I, I do really think that. But it's going to be very interesting. It's going to be, I, I'm going to watch every single game on the They're weekend. They're all on pretty, pretty good times, actually. Yeah. Uh, Hunter Paisami, mate. Yeah. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. You know, he's playing out of his skin. He is playing at the very, moment. very well. The, his tackling has been great. But his little touches. He made a, um, JOC put a little kick through on, on the weekend. Hunter Paisami got it, and just like straight away, no no two steps. He got it. He'd already seen the player. Just released. Just released it out and set up the try outside that, of that was um, Hunter Paisami's weakness in a bit, his defense, wasn't it? No, his defense has always been good, but his ball handling hasn't been as strong as it needed to be. Okay. You know, he's always been a good runner. Yeah. He kind of used to be a little bit, you know, direct there. A little bit too direct at times, but now he's really worked on his game. So, um, but I think the most impressive player of the weekend for me, people are talking about Dalton Papali'i, who was just awesome on the weekend. He was yeah. Fraser McWright, who's the seven for the Reds. He is the best young player around, and you know, in Europe, we're looking for big, big sixes, big sevens, big eights. 
And actually, is have Australia stumbled stumbling over the secret sauce, which is two small loose forwards in Fraser McWright <coughs> and Hooper. Yeah, but remember they they had that before, didn't they? Pocock and Hooper. Yeah, <laughs> it worked really well. Well, they were in the World Cup final. Yeah. So I, I'm going to say if they can incorporate both those guys into their into their starting team, that could be really interesting for me. Be good. Run run the bigger teams off their feet. Yeah, but also you can still get you know into good positions like body positions. I mean, to win that ball, and I think almost the smaller people are harder to get off the ball. Yes, I think following that trend of bigger players is a dangerous game to play at the moment because everyone's going big. Yeah. And we all know if everyone goes big, then the small guy often is a good opportunity. Yes. So, mate, we're off to listeners' questions. We are. Do you want to read it? I will. Hi, boys. There is always a lot of talk about players coming and going after a World Cup cycle. With that in mind... What about the coaches of the national sides? Name your replacements for the following teams. Wales, England, New Zealand, Australia. And that's from James in Melbourne. Uh, let's go for England first. Um, I'd, oh. I think Warren Gatlin. I think Warren Gatlin's got it nailed on. Do you think? Yeah. I think wow. he's got it nailed on. Okay. Warren Gatlin. There could be a number of, number of others. Uh, Farrell, eventually, no. eventually will will probably make his way to England. I would imagine. Do you think? Uh, but I don't think it's now. I think he's doing a good job with Ireland. He is doing a good job. Yeah. So I think that'll happen there. Australia. I think they'll stick. I think they will stick. I think they'll stick for another four years, no matter what happens at the World Cup, because yeah. they could have a sh- <laughs> they could have a shocker and not make it out of their pool. But I think they will. Do you know who's in their pool? Well, it's that. It's the pool of death, isn't it? I think there's Fiji in there. Is Fiji, the Wales, uh, Aussie, I think. Oh. Uh, Fiji, Wales and Aussie, yeah. yeah. The, the, <laughs> the pool of death? They are the pool of death, aren't they? Fiji. Fiji are going to be real good. <laughs> Fiji are going to be real good. Fiji are going to get out of the pool. 100%. Put your house on it now. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe that. Put your house on it now. Okay, um, New Zealand. The pool of death is South Africa, Ireland, and Scotland. Oh, that is pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> that is not good. No, not good, that one. There's two pools of death. <laughs> There's two pools of death. Um, what about New Zealand? Scott, Joe Smith, or Leon McDonald? I, I don't think Joe Smith's going to want to be head coach. Okay. But I would love to see those three. You've got Liam McDonald's doing the backs. Okay. Right. You've got Scotty Robinson doing the forwards and the overall environment. That okay. He's very, yeah. very good And at. what's Joe Smith doing? Joe Smith is like tactical nous. Okay. Brilliance. Yeah. Moves. Everything. Yeah. He's basically the head coach, but not the head coach. Okay. The overseer. Because I think the only thing with Joe Smith is he kind of is a bit intense. Whereas Scotty Robinson you know, has a relaxed yeah, way about him. Yeah, chalk and cheese, it's good. Chalk and cheese. Which then goes to Wales. Because Wales, I think you could get 
depending on what happens. I think you could get Scott Robinson for Wales. Tony Brown as well on that All Black (gasps) outfit. Oh, that'd be awesome. (laughs) You could get it. I don't think... Who would want to go to Wales and do that job, though? I I wouldn't. No. Because you're just... They're going to struggle, aren't they? Yeah. The good times are over. Good times are over for a while. Yeah. Right, mate. My question to you. If you could coach any provincial team, so Heartland team in New Zealand, who would it be? Wow. And you can't go Buller. No, I wouldn't go Buller because the weather's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I go up north somewhere. Oh, yeah. I'd probably go uh, the Bay The Bay are in, they're not in the Heartland, are they? Bay of Bay Plenty. Plenty. Nah. Nah, they're in the Premiership. Yeah. <laughs> they're the big dogs. Uh, East Coast. Would you go East oh, Coast? I'd go the East Coast. Oh. Do, you, I, do you know why? I, I played the East Coast and they had the best after Max functions. <laughs> so I'm going to hang on there. <laughs> so I'm Bit going, of a poor fitty. I'm going for the food and the beaches on the with the East Coast boys. With the boys. Uh, so my dad um, got an email from uh, Rico Gear. Did he? Yeah. Rico Gear is the coach of East Coast. He is, yeah. Yeah. And he asked Dad if he would oversee the East Coast. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what did your Dad say? Yeah. Oh, nice. So Dad's going to be helping coach East Coast. Oh, that'd be awesome, That's eh? funny, eh? Is that because Rico might need to nip off and go and do other things? Oh, I don't know. That's awesome, eh? Yeah, I think because it, it, it's kind of Rico's mates. I think Jose is um, playing, coaching and playing there. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's quite like some young guns. So it's just gonna yeah. he's just gonna oversee and do some tactics and stuff like that. Fantastic! That's yeah. pretty cool. East isn't Coast it? to see that. Oh, that's what I'd have to work with. Basically, your dad's got my job. <laughs> 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 okay, my question to you: If you could have season tickets to any sporting team in the world, who would you go for? Now I've re- li- gone through a couple of things. You'd live there also. So you'd have rugby, rugby league, NFL, NBA, baseball. Uh, we, I hadn't didn't think about ice hockey, cricket, rugby sevens. Now with the rugby sevens, because you know you'd be on the world tour, so I'd get to travel around. You get to travel around or football. Hmm. I mean, rugby would be good. Yeah. Rugby would be nice. Uh, NFL would be cool. Yeah. 100%. Obviously. Yeah. Who would your team be for the NFL? Oh, I don't know. Because you're going to live there. Yeah, okay. LA Rams. Yeah, see, that's the one that comes now. Everyone that's in America will go, oh, what do you do? Well, you know, but there must be better places than that. But that's the first one that came to my mind as yeah. well. Because they are. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Down there. The Bucks. I would Miami go there. Dolphins. No. Why not? Their village. Oh yeah, they are village. Yeah, but I'm just thinking of the place to live. I'd go the Bucks. Would you? Yeah, Tampa Bay, Dallas Cowboys. They've, that's a nice area. Nah, Texas. Nah, nah. Too hot. Too hot. Too hot. No Proper beach. Hot. I'd have to get a Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, full of oil. <laughs> Miami. That would be cool. Yeah, Miami. Miami. Yeah. No. Tampa Bay. Nah. It's just my my type of thing. Okay. Tampa Bay. Tampa. I don't even know really anything Tampa about Bay Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay is in Florida, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> nice part of the world. Nice yeah. part of the world. Good choice. Yeah. I definitely would go NFL. Yeah. Big games every yeah. week. 
kind of that. Good fans. You know, it's the whole weekend as well. Yeah. Great and I'd, I'd have a barbecue in the yeah. back of my truck. Yes. Oh, oh yes. yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, mate. To finish off the show today, I've got some questions for you. Yes, you do. Now, there's been a lot of talk about Sam Kane. Yes. Being the captain of the All Blacks. And is he good enough? And yada, yada, yada. Okay. Okay. So I thought my questions would be. In and around Sam Kane. Okay. And in his position. So I've got four players. I've got Dalton Popoli'i, mm-hmm. Sam Kane, Tom Christie, who's the, who's the Crusaders, Crusaders yeah. and Fraser McWright. Okay. From the Reds. From the Reds. So you have to guess who has the best stats in the areas. Okay. For that particular area. Okay. Out of those four players. Okay. So, the first one is average gain when they carry. So, this is done on meters. Okay. I'm going to give you uh, the meters that that each person has, but I'm, I'm but not going to tell you. match them the name. I won't yep. tell the name. Yep. So, w- the top is 3.2 meters per carry. Okay. The one underneath that is 2.9 metres. The one underneath that is 2.3 metres. And the last one is 1.4 metres per carry. So you have to guess who's the top. And you then have to guess what Sam Kane has. Sam Kane has the bottom. You one think point whatever. 1.4. <coughs> so you are going to go with that as your answer? That's he's he's got the bottom. Yeah, so yeah. that's one point four. You're right. Okay. Yeah. Who's got the top? I, I, I have never seen this Fraser McWright guy. Okay, so you just count him out then, mate. Well, <laughs> count him out. <laughs> I'm going to go with him. You're going to go with him? <laughs> no, uh, I will go with um, Dalton Popoli'i. You're right, mate. Right there, you go. Dalton Popoli'i, three point two meters per carry. Wow. And Sam Kane, 1.4. Tom Christie, 2.3. And Fraser McWright, 2.9. Now, I think, if I'm not sure this is on the weekend stats, but he's an impressive player. I, I was obviously going to go for he? Hooper. Um, don't know, young. 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 I was going to go for Hooper as well, but he's only obviously played like one or yes. two games back after being in, in Japan. So it's it was just a bit un. Tidy. And you know me, I like to be tidy. Okay, so you two from two, mate. Mm. Two from two. Next one is tackle percentage. It's the same people, same four people. Same four people. So yep. I'm going to go through the percentages. Yeah. So you've got the lowest, 91%. That's the lowest. That's the lowest. Wow. 94% and two people on 95%. Okay. I think Tom Christie is... Part of the top. Okay, is it your is it your guess? Yep. So you're saying Tom Christie top? Yes. Damn. Wrong. Okay. Very very close though. Okay. Um, Sam Kane. Sam Kane top. Oh, hang on. Is it? Hang on. No, I've already guessed top, so I need to guess bottom now. No, you need to guess Sam Kane. Oh, I need to guess Sam Kane. Yeah. So what was his? So is he ninety uh, five? 94, 91. He's the bottom. 
You think he's the bottom? Uh, yeah. Oh, he's at the top. Is he? Ninety five percent. Him and who? Dalton Popoliti. Right, so both of them. Fraser McDry, uh not not so good, ninety one percent. Still very good though, yeah. let's be honest. I'd hate for these stats to be around when I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> percentage of people percentage of people cut in half, a hundred percent. Percentage of tackles head butting of shoelaces. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and last one, sir. Turnovers as sevens, they are big thing as turnovers, isn't it? So in the season so far, the number of turnovers one. So the lowest figure is three, I believe. I'm just going through these. <laughs> uh, yes, that's right. So we got we got we're averaging. I'll go through them. So we got three is the lowest. Uh, then we've got eight, we've got 12, and we've got eight. So two eights, a 12, and a three, was it? Yes. Um, so who who's going to be the... McWright is top. McWright is top. Okay, so you're saying McWright is top yep. on 12. Yeah. You're right. Okay. But where is Sam Kane? Yeah. So there's two on eight and one on three. I reckon he's on three. Hundred percent? No. <laughs> yeah. Wrong, mate. He is on, Who's on eight. Three. Dalton Popoliti. Huh? It just shows, doesn't it? Yeah. Now th- he's that, more of a well. That sort of you know attacking runner. He's an attacking ball carrier. Yeah. Big unit. Big unit. It's a little is he bit more wrong. of a six or an eight no, rather he, than a he, seven? No, he isn't. He's a, he's an out and out seven. He, I mean, he, all of these guys can play in all these positions, yeah. can't they? But he's an out and out seven. Right. So you've done uh, pretty well there, yeah. sir. It's interesting, so that, wasn't three it? from three from six. Three from six. Fifty percent. So you. that's your pretty much. That's you normally. Average. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. That's the end of the show. Show yes. So End how can people help us? Sir? Uh, they can like, subscribe, they can share, they can five-star review, obviously. They can. And if they are sitting at home now and they have not sent an email in asking a question. Oh, village. Then you need to do that. Yeah. If you're sitting at home and you've enjoyed our dulcet tones for, for the last year or more, you need to do something for the show. Definitely. Show your appreciation by sending us an email Asking us a question, telling us a humorous story. Yeah. We haven't had one or of those for a while, have we? Thanks, fellas. Thanks, boys. Thanks, the lads. Make sure you put Damo first. Whoa. Anyway, on behalf of TikTok, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, Jokes. eh? That'd be good if we had that as our imagine, sponsor. Imagine. Talking to the microphone, mate. What are you doing? Oh, imagine. Absolute rookie today. Yeah, 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 that was village. Yeah, sorry. Rookie. Sorry. Anyway, mate, until yeah. next time. See you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. 
You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply.